Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode because I have one that comes out every single week. And I am really looking forward to our conversation today because it has to do with the difference between reliving and reflecting on your past and how that plays a role in your divorce recovery process. So Keep listening because I have some really interesting information that I want to share with you guys as I was reflecting over the course of the last week about this topic. It was really around a big step that I took in my own divorce recovery that allowed me to feel as though I were kind of taking my first step out of, you know, feeling the weight of my divorce. And before I share what that is, um, you know, I want to also just reflect a little bit around what it is that I'm going to say. And you guys know that, um, you know, we all kind of live on that hamster wheel of continuously um, reliving our past and really um, reliving, you know, specific moments. And I was actually working with uh, one of my coaches last week, and she took me back to the day and the day after of when I discovered that my ex-husband had been having um, an affair with a coworker. And it was interesting because in that moment, um, as I was reliving this, uh, you know, it really was a nightmare. I thought, <laughs> I thought I was living a nightmare. Um, and I can briefly share a little bit about that, um, you know, and it really was around that moment that everything changed for me. Um, my life changed um, and really the trajectory of my life changed um, from a moment in time where I don't know that I've ever felt so sick to my stomach. And it goes back to that day or really that night when he and I were driving home at around midnight. Of course, there's Max. Um we were driving home around midnight from um, a really fun night out with another couple and his phone kept ringing and he kept ignoring those calls um, and they were coming from a female colleague of his and my stomach turned over in ways that I didn't even know was possible. And at the same time, I knew that something was not right. And of course, he was full of excuses, right? How many of you guys have experienced that? Um, and every excuse that he kept pulling out was an attempt on his part to put me at ease, and yet it didn't. Um, and I wound up not sleeping a, a like a wink that night. And unfortunately, the next morning, um, I found that living proof um, on his iPad. And it was the hardest 
punch I've ever felt in my gut. And I remember collapsing onto the floor, um, tears pouring down my cheeks. I was hyperventilating. It was the first time I think I've had, um, I don't know if it was a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Um, but it was, it was an attack of some sort. And even though I was, you know, in so much pain, I, I felt paralyzed and my hands were shaking. And I remember taking the, my phone, um, and calling my best friend. And she was like, I'm coming over. Um, and after we hung up the phone, um, I actually threw the phone at the wall and there's still a dent in the wall, ironically. Um, but I remember hearing myself screaming and I thought I was having her. Um, and in order for me to come back into reality, I crawled over to the mirror to see if I was awake um, or if this was really all a dream. And what came up was me not being able to recognize myself. Um, and that was a wake up call that I didn't know that I needed. And I share this story with you guys, because when my coach took me back into that moment, into that day, I could have chosen to relive that moment and allow that anger and betrayal to come back. Or I could have chosen to reflect on that particular night. And in that moment, it was interesting because she immediately realized that we had gone back to a very, very vulnerable place. And she held me, um, you know, in terms of just giving me the space I needed to process what was coming up. And she, it was interesting because she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that we were really going to, um, uh, you know, I didn't know that we were going to, this was going to take you back here. And she goes, I, you know, I, I, the last thing I wanted to do was to have you relive this. And what I had said to her was that it wasn't that I was reliving it. It was that I was actually, it enabled me to reflect and to go back to a moment in my life that I hadn't allowed myself to go back to in quite some time. And that to me is what I wanted to talk to you guys about, which it was a moment where I realized that that was kind of like the defining moment of how it is that I had established my freedom in my recovery. And it's not that it hit me a week ago. It's that I, when you are at that place where it's about reflecting versus reliving, you know that you are in a completely different place in your healing process and where it is that you are because you feel like there's distance between the two, right? Now, many of us tend to um, tend to reflect on our past in a way where it's like we can't get off the hamster wheel, right? So we feel like we're not going anywhere. And it used to be that I was replaying that moment over and over and over in my head, but in a way that was wasting my own energy, um, thinking that I could have done something different, right? How many of you guys do that? And as we all know, we also don't have a time machine, no matter how bad we wish we had one. And I remember that 
prior to this moment, right, prior to me understanding the difference between reliving my past and reflecting upon it, is that I had spent a lot of time wishing that I could go back and change things, right? Change, you know, that night, change things that I had said years ago, right? To fix, right? How many of you guys are fellow fixers out there? But it didn't get me anywhere. It wasn't productive, right? All it did was continue to give me more ammo to beat myself up and to stay in judgment of myself. And I do believe that, reflecting, right? Instead of reliving is there's positives in being able to do that because like in that moment with my coach last week, it allowed me to really see how far I had come in, in, in the time that I've spent healing. Right. And I think that we don't spend a lot of time or even give ourselves the space to notice to celebrate how far it is that we have come. Because I think that we are in constant comparison to where we think we should be versus where it is that we are. And I know that I am still in the process of understanding and learning this. There's moments where I do find myself comparing to other people, which isn't a healthy thing. But what I do know is that reflecting on your past is what gives you the space and the time to really see how far it is that you have come. And a lot changes in a month or even in six months. And I believe that when we allow ourselves to reflect, what we're also able to do is to take pride, right? That's where the celebration comes from, to take pride in where it is that you are today, despite everything that you have been through. And in doing so, it really allows us to shift our perspective, right? So some of the benefits, right, of reflecting versus reliving, number one is about seeing how far you've come. I just talked about that. And then the second piece is really about shifting your perspective. And I know that it's super hard to see the glass half full, right, to see the positives, right? That's why I always say our divorce happens for us. And Lord knows that I had many years of self-doubt and lack of self-worth. But what I know is that anytime I choose to shift my perspective, that it enables me to really see how far I have come because I'm able to see the glass half full. And it also gives me an idea of how much I have overcome to be in this place where my perspective has shifted. And when we're able to take or to even just see a new perspective, which I know takes conscious effort, right? This is where the work comes in that, you know, you get to do as you're healing. This is the work I help my clients with. I constantly am reminding them of other perspectives, But what I know to be true is that when we direct our energy somewhere positive, it is way more productive for you than staying in a perspective that doesn't fit, if that makes sense. Um, You know, the other thing that also came to me as I was reflecting upon that night with my coaches, number three, which is that 
it really enabled me to reassess things about my life that, you know, are, are in the process of, of being created or even things that I'm starting to question. And this goes outside, right? This is also can be about my career or, or things having to do with, um, you know, other relationships in my life or even with my lifestyle. And what I know is that when I reflect back, it really allows me to see that, there was a point in time where I was living my life according to what somebody else wanted instead of living life on my own terms. And what I've been able to do is to really start focusing on myself. And it's almost like when I reflect back to how I was so submissive and I was so dismissive of what I wanted or what I believed, or even just using my voice, right? That Reflecting back on who I used to be versus who I am today, it really just shows me that I have been able to step into this new life that I've created for myself by reflecting and saying, God, I'm never going to go back. I'm never going to be that person again. And regardless of where it is that you guys are, what I think it, it, it can do if you allow it is to motivate you, right? Reflecting back at who you were versus who you are is motivating. And while it's not something I do often, right? I don't sit here and reflect on my past every single day, but what I do know is that it has been a source of motivation. So last week when she took me there, it was a source of motivation around my career, interestingly enough, and you know, and and my life because it showed me how I have created this incredible life for myself and I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for the experience that I went through with my divorce. And even with that night, because that was the night that I got back my intuition and my voice and recognizing that I had lost my identity. I will not relive my past because there's no point. However, when I reflect on my past, it, it almost like locks in, like it stamps in where it is that I am today and the sense of freedom that it has brought me because I don't feel shackled to that person, to that life that I released myself in the process. And that's how I knew that I was in a place of feeling freedom for me, for my life, for my children, for my past. And that's what I hope for you guys. So I would love to hear what it is that you guys are hearing what it is that's coming up for you. You guys know that I love hearing your feedback. So please feel free to share. Um, you're welcome to send me an email if that's more comfortable, wendy at wendysterling.net. Um, but I really hope that you heard something today that reframed where it is that you are in your healing process, because you know that that is something that I aim to do anytime I come and I speak. And I hope that you guys have a fabulous rest of your day, sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. And I will talk to you guys soon. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. 
This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time. 